You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, March 2nd. It is the beginning of March, and that means it is also a Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Joining us by phone today, Deaconess Kim Trombley. She's Vice President of Religious Life at Bethesda Lutheran Communities. Deaconess Kim, thanks so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour today. Yes, thanks so much for having us. Always a delight to get to check in with you about what's going on at Bethesda Lutheran Communities. For listeners not familiar with Bethesda Lutheran Communities, can you give us the uh, the, the quick overview of <laughs> who Bethesda is and what you're doing today? Yes, yeah, so Bethesda is a 116-year-old organization. We're an RFO of the LCMS, and we uh, support people with disabilities, um, intellectual and developmental disabilities. And this month... Um, Ronald Reagan, actually in 1987, established this month as Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. And so we're celebrating it through many activities and, um, and resources. So we're looking forward to talking with you about those today. So what, what are some of the things that will, that will happen during, during this month for Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month uh, some that, that uh, you all at Bethesda are, are really trying to get the word out about this month? Oh, definitely. So you'll probably see a new icon on our social media, and it's a new symbol that we're introducing that is a person who is raising their hand and there's a heart on the image. And it's really a reminder to include all people. And so our hashtag for this month is hashtag include all abilities. And we started out yesterday Um, actually at the NASCAR Cup Series Auto Club 400 in Fontana, California. And we had five ambassadors who were on the track, and they were able to spread the awareness of including people of all abilities. And so that was very exciting. Um, We also have been at Winter Jam, and then we'll also be um, at an L.A. Clippers game uh, coming up this month. And we'll also be having a wrap-up celebration in Minneapolis on March 30th. So those are some of the big events that we have going on. Um, But we have so many um, events going on across the nation in our churches. Um, So raising awareness through Bethesda Sundays and also through sharing resources. Help us understand what the needs are today when it comes to developmental disabilities. Oh, sure. So, you know, it's interesting because uh, Bethesda, 116 years ago, we... Uh, started out uh, help people with disabilities work um, and also grow in their faith and have a safe and loving home and all of those things are part of what we do today as well and so um, four out of five individuals with uh, developmental disabilities do not have a paid job in the community and that's something that uh, we are very passionate about of helping people find employment and so we have um, we actually have job coaching services that we have in multiple um, states, as well as our Bethesda College, which is a two-year program at Concord University, Wisconsin. Um, Also housing. Um, There's nearly a million people in the U.S. with intellectual and developmental disabilities that live with an aging caregiver. And typically it's a parent who, um, who is very loving and wanting to care for their child, and yet Um, When that person goes on to glory, then um, helping that person find a safe and loving home is always on the hearts and minds of parents. 
And so we are providing numerous um, innovative housing arrangements, um, including shared living and supported living environments. And last summer, we're excited to announce that we broke ground on Bethesda Cornerstone Village in Victoria, Minnesota. Um, and that's a unique residential community where we integrate people with disabilities with active adults who are aged 55 and up. That's such a, then, a neat concept. Uh, we got to. I know. We did. I love yeah. that idea. What it's a neat so concept. Cool. So, it broke ground on it. Um, what's the projected uh, date for grand opening? Do you have that in in the on the calendar yet? <laughs> <laughs> we do this fall. We're very excited. Um, we're very excited to open the doors um, this fall. Um, we will, though, have a model open in May. So we're also very excited to invite folks out to come and experience what uh, living at Cornerstone will be like. Very cool. All right. So we've talked about employment and housing. Other needs when it comes to developmental disabilities? Oh, definitely. Um, especially when it comes to faith communities. So in our churches, um, it's very interesting that uh, the, collaborative, the Collaborative on Faith and Disabilities um, surveyed a sample group of people with disabilities, and eight and ten people shared that they wanted to be part of a faith community. Um, But often, uh, people are not welcomed. And so that same research polled um, churches and individuals, and really only about 10% um, of the faith communities polled offer a congregation-wide disability awareness program. And so we are seeing to fill that need. Um, by also sharing all of the resources that we have um, to encourage people to be included in the church. How do those resources uh, make a difference for the the families of of the people who are living with developmental disabilities? Oh, definitely. I think um, as a family member, you want your child to be fully included, and sometimes it can feel very lonely. Um, Like you are the person who's advocating um, outside of the church, but then also inside of the church. And that really is, we know the place where we want to be filled and renewed by being part of word and sacrament. And so um, resources are just very helpful in educating others to come alongside families and guardians to really advocate for the person that they love who has a disability to be fully included. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned Bethesda College a little bit earlier, and this is this is such a cool opportunity uh, for people. Can you give us a little bit more information about uh, about Bethesda College and the opportunities there? Oh, sure. Bethesda College is housed out of Concordia University, Wisconsin, and it is a post-high school program for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to have a college experience. And so um, our students are... Um, in dorms. They live on campus and also are going through classes um, with the students there at Concordia University of Wisconsin. Also, though, there's curriculum to help um, all of the people who come through Concordia, come through Concordia University of Wisconsin, um, our Bethesda program, to really seek employment after college. And so it's focused on how do we help a person be set up for success Um, post-graduation from the program. And so it's very exciting to see folks graduate and they're independent and working and they have a job. Um, And so we've been very blessed to be able to be part of that partnership with Concordia University, Wisconsin. 
I just I, I love sharing the stories of Bethesda College yeah, at Concord University, so Wisconsin. I hope that uh, we can share some more graduation stories this year, this spring as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it, go, going back to faith and community, um, th- I think this is a story worth retelling as well. I think we might have shared this story in the past. The story of, of I believe it was Elena, a, a young lady that you had the privilege of working directly with, um, who the the only barrier to her being connected to word and sacrament was that no one had ever invited her it wasn't that she was resistant to um to god's gifts but rather uh no one had ever invited her and i think you you shared the story in a video for bethesda um uh that uh, i think you had asked or she asked what church was or who jesus was or something like that you're right. She asked. So at uh, Bethesda, we do what's called a faith in action workbook with each person when they come into our supports. And while we were working through uh, that intake document, um, part of it is, okay, well, what church would you like to attend? And she said, well, what's church? And it began a conversation that then led uh, to a partnership with a church that is now a support church of Bethesda. And that conversation, it really was a matter of inviting and making sure that the church was ready to be welcoming. And they were. And so they opened their arms. They were welcoming and they've included her in the life of the church to where now she is greeting. She's part of um, helping with Sunday school. And it's been a joy to see how she's been included in the fabric of the church. And in in the video, you shared the whole story of of her instruction and catechesis, and and how the the yeah. members of the congregation were so welcoming, the pastor uh, providing that instruction as well, and just receiving her into full fellowship in the congregation. What a beautiful story! I can't I can't <laughs> tell the story without getting a little teary. Okay, um, we have just one minute left, uh, and I also know that um, we talk about direct support providers as well, and we have just about a minute left. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit about these champions who who are an important part of this awareness as well. Definitely. And so our DSPs are wonderful, and we are very thankful for their work and their care. Um, There's actually about a 45% turnover rate among the nation's million direct professionals, and those are folks who provide hands-on in-home support for people with disabilities. And the turnover is largely due um, to uh, low pay tied to state Medicaid reimbursement levels. And so we have been actively advocating for increased reimbursements, um, but also uh, one-on-one with state legislators to increase reimbursements to help provide excellent supports to people with disabilities. Uh, Before we run out of time, where can we learn more? How can we find out more about Disabilities Awareness Month? Oh, definitely. To our dedicated web.com. You can see our videos of our ambassadors. You can also download our toolkit. Um, You can also find more information at lhm.org to take our four-session course on face-to-face building relationships with people with disabilities to help in your congregation. Deaconess Kim Tremblay, Vice President of Religious Life Bethesda Lutheran Communities, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks so much, Andy and Sarah. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Thank you.